there are three common forms of hair loss in women. No matter what type you have, they aren't something you should have to suffer with. Hair Active from Primrose Leaf helps slow down hair loss and provides your hair and your scalp with proper nutrition. Join the thousands of people who are back to combing and brushing their hair again. Hair Active strengthens hair, improves texture, and increases fullness. Call Primrose Leaf today, 844-376-0007. That's 844-376-0007. Or visit us at primroseleaf.com. Gearing up for the highly anticipated film, Air, actress, writer, and producer Gabrielle Bourne stars alongside Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in the duo's most recent project. Air tells the incredible story of Sonny Vaccaro and Nike as they pursue basketball rookie Michael Jordan and creating a partnership that revolutionizes the world of sports and contemporary culture. In the film, Gabrielle Bourne brings to life Tiffany, Matt Damon's Sonny Vaccaro's right-hand woman. Now, many of you may have seen Gabrielle in TNT's Animal Kingdom, Fox's Pitch, The Hatred, as well as Disney's I Didn't Do It, to name a few. Let's welcome one of the newest leading ladies in film, and from the surefire upcoming hit movie, Air, Gabrielle Bourne, to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, do you like to go by Gabrielle, or do you like to go by Gabby? Yeah, you know, most people in my life who know me call me Gabby. It's rare that people call me Gabrielle, although that is, you know, still my SAG name, my professional name, so it, it's here to stay, I guess, but but Gabby is usually what I go by. Okay, I just wanted to make it's sure, but I, I have to ask you, because in the movie Air, you are surrounded by the likes of Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Viola Davis and Jason Bateman, even Chris Tucker and Marlon Wayans. So you have this all-star cast about an all-star shoe and basketball player. What was it like working with all of them? I mean, it's pretty unreal. These guys are the best of the best. It's, it's, it's a dream project to be a part of. And originally, you know, when I was cast, it was supposed to be a, me coming on to shoot for a day. And it turned into three weeks getting to go and watch them work their magic every day. And it was really, really cool, really special. I mean, these guys are incredible. Well, how did you get that extension? Because I understand that you were only supposed to be filming for just a few days and then it ended up being almost a month. How did that happen? It did. It, um, you know, I, I, I went on, I had my first day, my, my, my little scene, which was with Jason Bateman. I found out the night before when I got the call sheet, that was who my scene partner was going to be. I showed up to work. That was my day. Um, and it was a great day. And then they called and they said, you know, we'd love to have you come back. We're going to be around these offices a lot. And, you know, we'd love to have you there. And, um, so it was great. And then it was kind of the running joke cause they, they kept calling me back. You know, I'd be like, okay, you're wrapped. And then I'd get another call. Can you come back? Um, like one more day. Uh, so, I mean, it was great just getting to, to watch them work and watch them, film. you know, I'd just be there by the monitor huddled up, just watching, you know, Matt Damon work the magic that he does. He's, I mean, they're all incredible. Well, what did, you know, besides doing your own scenes, but then you're standing, like you said, you're standing by the monitor and you're watching Matt Damon, you're watching Jason, the other actors. 
for you as an actor and watching them do their work, are there things that you pick up from them that you learn from them that you may take with you when you maybe are cast in maybe another TV series or even another movie? A hundred percent. I guess the the main takeaway wa watching people like them is is how comfortable they are, how little they feel like they have to do. You know, I think a lot of the time um, actors feel this pressure to, to put on this performance or do this thing, but the best of the best, they do the work, they, they show up and they put it all behind them and they just be, and they're so present. And I think that's the main thing from watching them. I'm like, they are literally doing nothing except for just being in the moment with each other and you can see it. And and that's what's cool about watching too. I had this moment where I'm watching Matt on the monitor thinking, you know, a lot of the time you're watching on the monitor and, and it and it doesn't feel like the finished product. You're watching Matt on the monitor. No editing, no bells, no music, no bells and whistles. I'm like, this could be the finished product of the movie right here. Like you don't need to add anything, you know, it's just it's just magic just watching him right here. Well, what so, is the difference? Well, what is the difference between let, let's just use Matt Damon for example, or even yourself? Yeah. And you're doing a scene, mm -hmm. and then the director yells, "Cut!" Does the director come back and say, uh, "Let's do that again," and may give some advice on what he's looking for? Mm-hmm. For you, do you when the director says, "Cut," have you ever said? No, I want to do that again because maybe you've felt something that needed to be added to that part or is it a working relationship between you and the director? For me, it's kind of like a trust um, with the director. You know, working with Ben was pretty awesome, obviously. He'd come over, he'd have some fun idea or some new line to try or, you know, whatever, and he'd just play. And then I've always been... I, you know, maybe at some point I'll ask for another. I'm sure I will at some point in my career ask for another take. But so far, I've always felt like when they say we've got it, they've got it. You know, and I and I trust that. Normally, honestly, when I'm in it and I'm work, I'm acting, I'm working. I'm I have no vision outside of myself to what it looked like or what it. You know how it, it's just how I feel inside, and and it's not a it's it's not the best um, judgment of, you know, whether it was the perfect t or whatever. So I, I've always been under the feeling that I just trust them that they've gotten what they need and then we can move on. Well, and I try not to think about it too much after that. Well, have you ever had uh, a time where you were in front of the camera, you did the part, the director yells, we got it. Did you ever have, not, maybe not this film, but maybe some of the other uh, things that you have done, have you ever felt like, I could have done that better, but if they say they got it, they got it. Oh, 100%. Yes. Uh, but that's just, I mean, I'm a perfectionist too. So, I mean, I'm the kind of person who would probably take a million takes if I could, just because I'm like, there's, I could have always been in it 1% more, you know? Like, it's so rare that you get to the point where you're in it a hundred percent I mean obviously that's the goal right where you're in it a hundred percent and you have zero outside thoughts and and that's the goal and and I've gotten there you know 99.9 percent .9%. but 
there's always that like 0.1% more that you feel like you could have gotten there. I well, think. I, you know, I, I love the, the art of acting. I love talking to people like you and, and learning, you know, inside of what goes on with acting and the art of acting. Now for you, how did the part of Tiffany come to you? Uh, it came to me through my agents, just a normal, you know, like we're doing now, it's all, um, you know, self-taped auditions in the post-pandemic world. So um, it came to me as a, as a self-tape. I put it on tape, sent it in, and then it came back as a booking. And I worked a couple weeks after that. Well, you know, I think a lot of people are anticipating that this film is going to be, I would suspect it's going to be a blockbuster hit. How does everybody else feel about it? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's it's not just the ridiculous cast, but the story is so incredible, too. Um, I got to be there on the day that the real Sonny Vaccaro was there watching. Um, and that was pretty cool to see, too. But it's just such an incredible story. And I think it's just a story that that everyone can kind of be interested in and and relate to. So. And yeah, and because one of the when I first saw the trailer, and I'm just going to be honest here, when I first saw the the original trailer, I went, "I hope this is not a Nike infomercial." And <laughs> then I researched and went back, and there, and ladies and gentlemen, there is a very incredible backstory, and that's what this whole film is about: how the whole marriage of Nike and Michael Jordan came to be this massive collaboration and we have to realize he was only a rookie and what Nike and Michael Jordan did changed the whole basketball world. I mean, for you, are you a basketball fan? Um, I, I love to watch basketball. My husband's a professional athlete, so he's, he plays beach volleyball for a living. Um, so I'm involved in the, you know, the sports world and sponsorships and how it all works. Cause that's his life. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to see. It's so interesting how it all works, but what a, what a crazy, crazy story. I, I went back and, and read the script <laughs> last week. Um, cause you know, we shot it several months back and so just I you know wanted to look over and it's just such a special script and story too and I'm so excited to see how how it all came together in post yeah it is one of the greatest sports stories of all time of course there's you know marketing within this story and for all of you watching that love promotion and marketing you you have got to see the film air. You may actually learn something here. Mm -hmm. But Gabrielle, or Gabby as I should say, I learned that you lived in Belgium as well as London when you were a child. Is this where you caught the acting bug? It is, yes, 100%. It was when I was living in London. I was going to the American School in London, and they have a drama program. Every kid in fifth and sixth grade has to take drama class. Um, and I started there and I just fell in love with it and started taking acting class outside of school in London on the weekends. And my acting teacher happened to be an agent, so she would send me out for stuff. You know, I was auditioning for all the, th the things happening during that time, like um, series of unfortunate events and 
you know, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and all that stuff. And, and I just, I think maybe it's like growing up having moved around a lot that got me interested in acting in the first place because it's, I find it so crazy how we're all born into such a different set of circumstances. And I just find the idea of getting to experience other people's circumstances for a little while so exciting. Um, so yeah, it was, you know, I fell in love with it when I was 12 and went to college, studied acting in college and just kind of knew that was my path from then on. Now you are also fluent in French, correct? I am. I'm, I'm on the rusty side now, but I am, I would, I would say fluent in understanding and a little less fluent in speaking, but, um, but, well, I, but, I guess a few trips to Paris would probably sharpen that up really quick. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be there in uh, 2024 for the Olympics. Uh, my... Well, see, that was my next question because I understand that, you're, like you said, your husband is a professional beach volleyball player mm -hmm. who travels the world during the season. How do you balance your acting career alongside his volleyball career? It's tricky, especially now that we have a three-year-old. Um, it's, it's, you know, our, our dreams have kind of, our huge dreams have kind of merged into one, and it's a push and a pull because, um, you know, it's, his schedule is definitely pretty nuts. Um, he's start, he just started traveling now, and he'll be traveling through October, November all over the world but um but it's it's a balancing act for sure we're just kind of figuring it out as we go and reevaluating as we go but um so luckily, do you do you look at the travel schedule and say okay i can i can fly with you here and there and bring yes. the bring the kid along with you and then you can see well i guess being an actor though you know parts can just come up out of nowhere oh, yes a hundred percent um yeah so we i mean our our lives and schedules we know that we write them down in pencil because everything's constantly changing um but we do we, we go over the schedule and kind of plan a few events in advance that we want to travel to with him and then the rest of the time he's coming back and forth um and luckily you know um right now with the way the internet is i can you know send in an audition tape from wherever i am and if i you know have to fly back for a project i will fly wherever i need to and just kind of take it day by day but now you bring something up that i don't think a lot of us have ever really taken into account because of the pandemic uh and especially for actors I guess the whole audition process has completely changed. It has completely changed, yes. So, so no more walking into a room, you can literally just send a tape or maybe what, do an audition through Zoom? Yes, it's usually one of those. Once in a while you're going in person for you know final stages, but most of the time they're casting completely off tape now, which you know it's cool because they're getting to see, I think they're able to go through more people and request more auditions. So more people are getting opportunities, which is nice because sometimes the hardest part of booking a job is actually getting the opportunity. Um, so it's great in that way and it takes a lot less driving time. I live, you know, down, not, not right in Hollywood, down by the beach, which is where my husband trains. And so I was having to drive in, you know, an hour back and forth. Um, so for me, I'm, lo I'm loving it. Now, and especially with this part in the movie Air, uh, 
have you already received maybe offers for other projects just because of this one movie, even though it's just about to hit the theaters? Yeah, not yet. Nope. I'm, I'm auditioning. I'm definitely getting um, uh, more opportunities here now with that, with that credit under my belt, but, um, but I'm auditioning and, and also working on projects of my own. I'm currently working on a, a series, writing a series. I shot kind of a teaser um, a couple years back. Um, it's called Mac of All Trades. It's about a, a, a handy woman and Finnish carpenter. Um, kind of based off of my um, experiences as a female builder and contractor. I've just recently uh, DIY renovated our home. And um, so I'm kind of working on a series based off of that as well. Well, I found out and uh, that you have taught yourself how to renovate, which kind of plays in uh, you writing that type of script. I mean, what's your most current DIY project? Um, right now, I am working on um, doing a stone veneer wall on the exterior of our house. Um, I finished all my projects inside. I built our kitchen, tiled our black backsplash, built some electric fireplace surrounds. Um, I've learned a lot in the last year and a half from uh, YouTube. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of working my way through. It's been really, really fun. Well, what kind of led you in that area to learn those kind of things? I, you know, I always was kind of interested in how things are made and, and building. I kind of got into woodworking and, and building furniture originally. Um, and I kind of just, I think it started as like a creative outlet second to acting. You know, acting isn't always something that you can do on your own. There's a lot of waiting for permit, you know, even with making my own stuff, you know, there's a full team involved. There's, you know, either permission from a network or a, you know, a streaming service. And with building, it's kind of a creative outlet for myself that I can do 100% by myself. Um, which I love not having to rely on other people in that way. And it's been really fulfilling as kind of a, you know, side kind of hobby and passion. Um, well, what's been the most difficult um, renovation that you've done? I mean, is it tiling? I can't be painting, but uh, sheetrock. I mean, now you're working on stone. Yeah, uh, the most difficult, uh, probably working with drywall is the most difficult. Um, it takes a lot of patience, um, you know, in doing the, the, the fireplace surround builds and putting up the drywall, plastering it smooth. Um, yeah, you know, I think every single project that I do, I come up with something that goes wrong and something that's crazy frustrating. I don't think there's been a single project where I'm like, oh, that was really seamless <laughs> but um you know that's part of it too is like telling yourself that you can get through it that you can figure it out and then it's so fulfilling when you do at the end and you and then you get to look at it you know every day thereafter and be like i did that i, I built that um, yeah i, I kind of feel I, I feel very accomplished if i can just get through the instructions from building something from ikea ikea a hundred percent Yes, my whole kitchen I built with IKEA cabinets, um, and 
you know, they have like a design. So I designed it on Ikea and built them. And that was like one giant Ikea furniture build. Um, so that was very satisfying. Yeah. You know, the thing is that I've always noticed is you always have, at least for me, there's a, you read the directions, you're looking at the pictures, and there's always that one piece you realize like, I put that on backwards. Yeah. And then 100%. you have to take off two pieces just to get to the one piece, just to turn yes. it around and do it all over again. A hundred percent. You're always going to have to redo stuff. I think that's what scares people so much about DIY too is, you know, you're having to spend money on materials or wood or whatever it is. And if you mess up, then that's also money down the drain. So that's, you know, why a lot of people are intimidated by it, but that's part of learning, right? That's the part of learning. Now, do you have any favorite um, build building type shows or, re or renovation type shows? Who are your favorites? I mean, Fixer Upper is such a classic. I just, you know, I could watch that all day. <laughs> Fixer Upper is definitely my favorite. All the all the fun HD TV shows I could watch forever. Yeah, that's uh, I think uh, Fixer Upper, and mm -hmm. then of course Property Brothers. My gosh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the Scott Brothers, you know, you can't really go wrong there. Uh, but have you ever learned anything by watching those? You know, it's kind of like everybody watches and loves cooking shows, but nobody ever really tries to cook. But right. With renovation, it's a little different. So have you actually learned any tips from those shows? I don't think I've learned specifically how to do things, but maybe more on like the design aspect of things, like ideas for, you know, possibilities for a space that's the coolest part about those shows is you see what they turn like a nothing space into after and and it kind of gets the ideas flowing of of like what is possible in a renovation now is now I understand uh, and hopefully I get this right uh, you and your husband had a massive project of redoing is it called the Olympic Beach volleyball was it Triborn Triborn now now is, what is that Triborn is my husband. Ah, okay. Oh, so yep. his first name is Tri. His first name is Tri. Yeah. Awesome. I kept thinking that it was some big, massive volleyball complex. I love it. No, that's his dream. Actually, is to um, is to open up an indoor beach volleyball complex. Um, so that could be a renovation down the line. But our biggest project that we took on um, over the last year and a half is renovating this duplex that we've been living in while I've been renovating it, it starting while he was leading up to the 2021 Tokyo Olympics, which was the worst timing possible. But we got through it and um, and we're, we're at the tail end of that of that big project renovation. So I don't know who knows what's next. Maybe maybe that will be next or. Um, well, with all the crazy weather in California, an indoor beach volleyball court, I guess you would call it, would be a perfect idea. Exactly. And and my husband's from Hawaii, so he gets cold easily. He, he needs an indoor an indoor training facility. So, when when do for him, when do they start working on making it to the 2024 Olympics? This week. He's, uh, he's currently in Mexico in the, at the first Olympic qualification event of the season. So it all, it all starts now. 
All right, well, Tri, we are going to be rooting for you for the 2024 Olympics, and uh, who knows, maybe you'll be hanging gold on, on that mantle at home. Yeah, that would be great. Well, what's next for uh, Gabby Bourne? Uh, I am continuing work on uh, on my show, Mac of All Trades. I'm in the writing stages now, so um, hoping to continue and, and make that in the next year. And then um, continuing with my DIY projects. I'll be starting my, my stone veneer uh, next week here. Um, and uh, we're heading to uh, South by Southwest this weekend for a surprise premiere of AIR. Um, to close out the festival. Wow, and I, I can tell you one thing. I can I can see your your brand new DIY show on HGTV, and it's probably going to be the next big hit. So uh, <laughs> keep keep working on that project. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to go see the new movie Air, as this is one of those stories that changed basketball shoe industry forever. Starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Viola Davis. Jason Bateman, Gabrielle Bourne, Chris Tucker, and Marlon Wayans, this all-star cast about the greatest basketball player who made Nike a household name, Michael Jordan. Air debuts in theaters April 5th. And Gabby, thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely talking to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for our musical guest is coming up next. There are three common forms of hair loss in women. No matter what type you have, they aren't something you should have to suffer with. Hair Active from Primrose Leaf helps slow down hair loss and provides your hair and your scalp with proper nutrition. Join the thousands of people who are back to combing and brushing their hair again. Hair Active strengthens hair, improves texture, and increases fullness. Call Primrose Leaf today, 844-376-0007. That's 844-376-0007. Or visit us at primroseleaf.com. You have pain. From muscle pain to back pain, Curamed Acute Pain Relief has you covered. Curamed Acute Pain Relief is tough on pain, not on your stomach and liver. Our triple action pain formula is a breakthrough in pain relief in an easy to swallow liquid gel. Safe, effective. Love your results or your money back. Tackle your life again in no time. 